Brother, do you think we've ever had a battle of wits? <laughs> like ever? Like one time you and I ever sat down and went pet to pet? Uh, I'll tell you the battle I was having with the old eyeballs in that second intermission, bud. That was the battle with me. <laughs> that was your battle? That was your that was your struggle, eh? Six okay. one, six one. Yeah. You know, I'm just sitting there on the couch. I'm like, oh, I could put the feet up. I'm like, I could put the blankie on. And then the start of the third period happens, and I'm like, oh, okay, time to lock back in here. We got a hockey game. But yeah. Uh, By the way, are YouTube audiences hearing that for the first, oh, time? first time? Oh, nice. Yeah, Thank that's you. the YouTube audience getting the guys from Protest the Hero. Uh, well, I don't, shouldn't give credit to all, everybody across the board. I think it was just Roddy uh, who wrote the song. Uh, so thanks again to him for putting that together. Uh, yeah, Leafs win. You're right. This man. Of course, they they play their best period of the season, right? Like that that is that's their best period of the year, right? Yeah, I think that's maybe their best period in franchise history. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they were they were awesome. They were great. Unbelievable, buddy. They were outrageously good. The yes. depth shows up. Everyone performs admirably. You were kind of waiting for a little bit of a letdown in the second period. It doesn't happen. You're right. The end of the game happens, and I, I'll tell you this, dude. Leaf fans are so broken because there is not one person who cares about this hockey team that saw the Golden Knights score that second goal in the third period and didn't just start doing the like, please don't let another embarrassing thing happen to this team. <laughs> you know, they're still up 6 3. Like, it's still a three goal lead. I, I, I know it, but this is the only franchise that throws together the full panic mode like that. I'm like, Pull the goaltender. This is emergency mode. Can't let anything happen. As soon as Martin Jones is letting every single puck ring off the post after those three goals, I'm just yeah, yeah. sitting there going, is this really going to be that night? Is this really going to be another just black eye for Leaf fans where we all celebrated and went, maybe something's happening with this group. <laughs> and of course it would go this way again. They were still up three goals. It wasn't like a one-goal game. It wasn't even a two-goal game. They were still up three goals. And I think all of the collective trauma of this fan base just went immediately into hyperdrive. There is the smallest layer of skin for Leaf fans when it comes to protecting people from the trauma. Yeah, I was immediately panicking. The of second, course. The second, was it Amadio that scores the second, of course? And it's like, it has the, the Leaf fan... Part of yes. it where it's a former Leaf that starts the comeback. Amadio, you can picture him getting a couple more in the fake comeback that doesn't happen. But yeah, yep. like I immediately was being like, oh my God, we're going to have to go on and talk about how the Leafs <laughs> blew a five-goal lead and I'm half asleep. Dude, I, and how the hell it, am I, I going to – like, what are, what's the take? I don't even know what the take is. And then thank God Austin Matthews does what he does and he puts the game to bed like most people who are watching this should be in. But yeah, uh, Austin Matthews puts it up. Can I say one thing about that though before? Before, yeah. Like, yeah, it's a nice goal. It's a nice play by Holmberg, right? Mm -hmm. Where patient uh, waits for Matthews to get into position, time and space, boom scores. But huge kill by the Leafs there because they were in full scramble mode. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that game did start to feel a little bit sweaty. And then they just immediately, they give up, a, a they, they have a penalty against them where they didn't give up any shots. Yeah, I... I thought that the Golden Knights penalty kill, I was very power play was pretty lifeless. They don't mm -hmm. like they 
yeah, we can get more into the bigger picture with them, but they're clearly missing two of their, you know, superstars on the power play. So I didn't think they had a ton of chances, but give the least credit thought specifically on that kill David camp. And in general tonight, David camp had his best game all year. I know he scores the mm -hmm. goal, but just, he just looked like what David camp is supposed to be defensive, aggressive, good on the kill in the right spots below the, you know, doing everything that he's supposed to do. And on that kill specifically, he had the one moment where he took it down into the, uh, the offensive zone. I think he was chasing William Carlson, hounds him, makes him cough mm -hmm. up the puck, gets off for a good change. So it was a big moment in the game that killed it off, but I didn't think the, uh, the, the Golden Knights power play looked too particularly threatening. And yeah, no, they, no, they, they didn't, but they, uh, they just put it away. Matthews does what he does. But you're right. The, the story of tonight's game is be, beyond just the waves of offense and the domination of the first period. Um, is that the depth, dude? The depth just showed up tonight, didn't you? Okay, so if if there's stuff to be made from the Morgan Riley conversation, I know there's already gonna be people that are trying to diminish this win because I saw it in the comments and I saw it in the text of, oh, Vegas didn't have their full team, whatever. It's like the Leafs are on a back to back. They've missed guys at points this season too. Well, hey, listen, they're missing Eichel, sure, but their Leafs are missing Cali Arncroft, buddy. Like they're missing guys too. Anyway. It really does feel like these guys are gelling. Like we said it on the last show, you you talked about the the Matthews family barbecue oh, yeah. and how it's having an effect. But did you see the two intermissions? They got Domi talking. They got Reeves talking. It really felt like Reeves had an actual energy in the game. And sure, like four HLers in a big period and the game tilts or whatever. I'm not saying this is going to be every night, but all it, this went from a team where a couple weeks ago it was just uh, they got one guy and then they got Mitch Marner going to all of a sudden everybody's chipping in. This is, this is incredible for Brad tree living. All of a sudden, all of his guys are doing things. Yeah. I, I think it's, I don't think it's too uh, uh, crazy to say that Ridley Gregg saved the leaf season. Like that clapper saved the leaf season. Like it's just, they've been a completely different team immediately after that. And Riley, they all galvanized around it. They talked about it multiple times, how much it mattered to them. Keith went out of his mm -hmm. way this morning. At, oh, sorry. Last night after the game to be like, yeah, like we were pissed off about how he had to do that and how like he had to be the one that. Buddy, was did you hear, did you hear in between the intermissions, uh, Reeves talking about it Yes. where he said it's a like, guy that's sticking up for the crest. Yes. And I went, you know what? Good, good contract. Three years. Right. <laughs> I don't mind it whatsoever. And every guy who talked about this was like, it legitimately seemed like a huge wake up call where mm -hmm. it's like, they're all noticing that maybe their most important guy is just sick of it, sick of stuff happening, mm -hmm. sick of them losing to bad teams, sick of them getting punked by guys. And he takes a five gamer and they've completely built around it. Like I, I have a hard time believing that, you know, they've played some bad teams and we can talk all about that, but just the way they've played is completely different than mm -hmm. the way they've played earlier in the year. And it just really does feel like they've come together. And I think the, the real catalyst for that has been, I don't know what John Tavares has accepted or what's happened here, but them putting together that line of Domi, Bertuzzi, and Nylander as the second line and moving Tavares down, to mm -hmm. me, has really been an eye-opening thing and really changed the dynamic of how this team looks like. Domi was awesome again tonight. He was been great for a couple games here since he's been moved into that spot. Yeah, we talked about it all year. Maybe we should be the coach because mm -hmm. this was the take that we've had basically from 
the beginning of Domi's season, which is try to play him with a little bit more talent. You know, yep. he's going to have drawbacks. He's going to spook you in his own end. If you catch him on the boards and he's trying to get the puck out of his defensive zone, it's going to be a problem, right? It, it's likely going to not get out. But there's a lot of talent there, dude. And there's a lot of attitude. And uh, there's something about it, too, when things are going well and you get to see the toothless grin. Oh, yeah. That... It, it just, it, it moves me a certain way. It does. <laughs> it makes me feel some kind just, of way. I get it. It does. It makes me feel a certain kind of way when Max Delmi's smiling and he's playing with energy and Bertuzzi was everywhere tonight too. Like mm -hmm. it's just everybody's game falling together at the same time. It it really is astonishing how much this sport time and time again, you're like, yeah, effort and buy-in goes yeah. a long way. Yeah. And like, I, I am completely stunned by this result tonight. I talked about it on the show today about how this would be an easy spot for them to let down mm -hmm. coming off the big vet coming off the big uh, coyotes game where it's nice. It's Matthews. It's 50 goals. It's, it's them on the second half of back to back with Martin Jones and net. And I, they just come out and they score four in the first. And I just, I feel like I don't really recognize this team at the moment in the right kind of way. It just, I, you know, I love that goal from Domi too, where he shields off the guy, chips it back across the other way. Really I love nice the speed, stuff. dude. We've, yes. we've talked about how slow the Leafs have been all year. And all of a sudden there was that one with just incredible burst. Yeah. So that line to me, and I feel as though Bertuzzi obviously has had a really hard year and we don't need to go into that, but mm -hmm. him tonight, it feels like he's more involved, you know, like he's gelling more with these two guys than he has with anybody else. In terms of he knows where to stand, he knows where to be, knows what his role is on the line, as opposed to him playing with Meyer, he's Marner that didn't work, him with Willie and and Tavares it didn't work. So I'm really looking forward to them giving us this some more run because I do think that Domi, Bertuzzi, and Nylander has the potential to really grow into something good, and you can use. Tavares almost like in a checking role here now. feels like that's what they're well, doing. So. so I actually feel the opposite about the Tavares checking role thing. So I, I agree with what you said about that line. It does feel like they've got an attitude and whatever the way that those two guys play mm -hmm. seems to rub off on William Nylander too, right? We saw it in the last game where he's throwing the body around, but there's, I, I don't know what it is, but it, it just a little bit more jump, a little bit more nastiness from that, that group. They just mm -hmm. they they feel super engaged these last couple of games. Absolutely. Again, we'll see if this thing lasts, but they do. There's an attitude to that line. It it has a feel to it. The thing I actually really love about the Devara stuff is, man, he's had now two goals or two games in a row where he's ripped a five on five goal. But guess what he has? He doesn't have to be Mr. Checking Line. He doesn't have to be Mr. Go out and get it and hustle it all the time and playing with Nylander and the guy that's grinding everywhere. And it, granted, on the goal that Tavares gets, um, or he, he's in the you know dirty areas. Like he's he's not afraid to be out in front of the net, but Bobby McMahon, dude, again tonight on that goal. What is he doing? It's a it's a lucky bounce off Martinez, but it's Bobby McMahon just chasing pucks relentlessly and digging in and and making sure that Tavares get one. And you know Robertson hasn't really done oh, like too much for me. I actually think no. he's been fine. He just yeah. hasn't had any really go in. Nothing overly problematic. Looks like a fine player. But if if they could get Yarncroc on that line. Mm -hmm. and have it be Tavares, Yarncroc, and McMahon, I, I, that might be a thing, dude. Yeah, like that, think, that might be another line. You might actually have figured out three lines. Yeah, just it's not the way we expected them to. I think with the thing with uh, Tavares playing down is that now he's getting way more favorable matchups than he's got Big in, time. in his whole career, right? Like you think about the guys that he's had to go up against for his entire career. 
he's playing against the upper echelon guys on every team every night. And now you go down to that third line where you're playing with Bobby McMahon, who can carry the puck for you, can win battles, he can skate, he's digging it out like on the goal, like you said tonight. He's just he play he's a, seems like a really fun guy to play with just because what he can mm-hmm. do with his size and his speed. And you're playing against other teams' third line. Like this could be the best thing that's ever happened to Tavares here for the next little bit. Just at this point of his career to go down there and get those matchups, like we could really see this turn into being something very fruitful for Toronto if he can continue to sort of take advantage of these matchups. I think every single Leaf fan and a lot of observers, most people have been waiting for them to not just be a two-line team mm-hmm. or to feel like the talent was spread out. A big gamble of this year in signing Bertuzzi and signing Domi and trying to go more offense was, hey, this this team is going to try to find secondary scoring. And I just... I'm really trying to buy into the potential of spreading the talent around with this team. Yeah. Potentially having three lines where Domi is your second line center or whatever. You can call Domi, Tavares, whatever you want to do it. I think any line Nylander's on is the second line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but having Tavares be on a third and then all of a sudden potentially having three defensive pairings that you feel confident in, right? Because you've got Brody and Lilligren. You've split up some talent. Yep. You've got a third pairing that looks quality. And now there's real potential when you're looking at the deadline of saying, okay, we can just add one other person to play with Morgan Riley. That's an upgrade on William Lagason, which doesn't seem to be that hard. Like Mm -hmm. you don't have to push in your first round pick. You don't have to go big game hunting to upgrade on that position. Now, all of a sudden the Leafs after this trip and after this stretch without Riley, like they look deeper, they look more spread out. They look more engaged. They look bought in. They look like they're playing with more energy. They have more attitude. Like a lot of the, things that I think we were expecting to see at the very beginning of the season, if you were really optimistic about what they could be, is how they've looked over this stretch. I think if you were going to be critical of this, you would say, why did it take John Tavares and and Mitch Marner being sick and Morgan Riley being suspended for five games to try these different guys in these different roles? But you don't mm-hmm. want to quibble with process versus result here. But the process of this is a little bit frustrating when you watch this and you watched the games in the first half of the season where it was 25 minutes a night for the big boys and nobody else getting anything else. But it's a great win, and I'm not going to quibble too hard of it. But that Brother, it crossed my mind. One of the greatest Canadian inventions, penicillin. Yeah. Accident. Yeah, you know, You never know. Telephone. Yeah. Accident. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just don't don't no, hate it. You're just, right. You're it, right. It, you're right. It, it, if you get there, you get there. You know, yeah. you, if you get there, you get there. Cell phone wasn't an accident, but they didn't think that's what it was going to be. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't, I well, don't know, well, man. What's this I invented? What is this? Yeah, no, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, I could call it, my mom. It didn't just fall together. Yeah, uh, but dude, I, I, I love it right now. I, this is, this is the most optimistic I've been all season. Obviously, I don't think yeah. anybody has, you know, would, would push back against that. But boy, I, I don't care how many HLers the Golden Knights have in the roster. That's a back-to-back. You're going into Vegas. It had a big game feel right from the beginning. I tweeted yep. it, but like immediately in. I will say there was an alternate reality to me where that puck bounces the other way. Yeah, they and we're going. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, it goes the <laughs> other way. Where like, look at this puck. Yeah, this is uh, stupid. I need a physicist to break down exactly how this bit that way. The spin doctor. He just he yeah, it just right it and bites and it goes back, yeah. but. It could have been Morgan Riley returns and the Leafs, they start slow. They don't start on time against a good team. And they played this team that was hungry and 
Vegas was just hard on the puck early on. They were getting chances towards the net. Felt like they were dominating the first five minutes, and then yeah. Toronto settled in, and the rest was history. But yeah, that that puck, I I do remember that one. I can think I, it was a noteworthy moment in the game. Can I pick up on what you said about the guys missing? Like you can definitely quibble with them having four Henderson Silver Knights, which is a terrible name for a AHL team. Like, come on. I don't even like when you say it. Yeah, Henderson Silver Knights. Anyway, no, it sounds their, like you got it wrong. Core. I know that's, but that's what it is. In their forward core, their decor that was lauded as the greatest Stanley Cup winning decor, and how it was, you know, you can't beat those guys with that decor, was the exact same group as it was that won the Stanley Cup last year. So barbecued all night. Then the Leafs scored seven on them. So there's no, you know, you can mm -hmm. you can you can quibble about the forwards, obviously, and they don't have a lot of their. You know, Mark Stone is one of the better players in the league to watch. Jack Eichel is a top 10 guy in the league when he's on. But yeah, they, they went up against one of the elite of elite decors and they beat him. So yeah, you give them credit for that. Absolutely. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else from this game? Because like, honestly, I don't really know what else to say. Just that we, I feel like we kind of hit on everything. Like, there's, sure, there's probably an individual. Oh, I guess we could, we should probably mention Pontus Holmberg who well, had. How did Fraser Minton beat this guy out in camp what happened they got they were trying to they were trying to give him a pee, -pee whack that's why uh you think yeah i, I don't think i know okay anything i know for a fact that they didn't sheldon keith didn't like the way holmberg showed up to camp okay and they they didn't think that he had a good one mm -hmm. and they thought that there was a little bit of like oh i've just got a roster spot and that wasn't the attitude that they wanted to have from the depth guys okay and I'm not saying that that's uh, like how Holmberg felt about it or whatever, yep. but I'm just saying that was the perception. And they pee pee whacked him. Okay. Like they they put the kid in. Yeah. And it and they said, yeah, you're gonna have to grind in the AHL and prove to get your spot back. But yeah, I think that when we look back on the season, one of the funnier things will be that Fraser Minton did break camp with the team, like it's, <laughs> and played so, like some games. Like, was it seven yeah, or no, eight games? Like, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. Just, but yeah, Holmberg Holmberg was good. I felt bad for him when he got that penalty because I thought, oh no, this is gonna like he's are are you gonna end up being a whipping boy? Year. He's taken a few of those this year where it's been like he's a, he's a little reckless with the stick, timely bad penalties and bad spots that you don't want him to take, but. Yep. I think that's a sign of a guy that's, you know, at least being aggressive. Um, yeah, that goal he scored was beautiful. But I can't mm -hmm. tell you, like, everyone was going crazy about it, rightfully so. Not the most uh, stellar goaltending performance by uh, by Logan Th Logan Thompson or, on that one. Or coverage is, like, yeah, I, no, I, like just... the broadcast is going nuts about how Marcia So is defending the drop pass. I'm like, it's Ryan Reeves. Or, yeah, <laughs> maybe. Maybe, or. How about a stride, March yourself? Yeah, One like maybe, and you're maybe try to push the guy off the puck. Like, who that was the McKee Beer League defense, stick the stick out and coast. Yeah, so <laughs> like he got a he bit on the back pass to Ryan Reese. I was like, well, that's a bad call. You shouldn't really be doing that. I love that the, the depth line, the fourth line was just humming all night long, were, that those guys wanted it and that they were in their face, and it was great. Really felt like something there. And I, oh, go ahead, yeah, so, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that about the fourth line, because I wanted to bring that up. Mm -hmm. Like I said about camp, I thought camp, it was his best game of the year. I thought he was excellent. Unquestionably. And I like Reeves in this line, and I like having the ability to move Gregor in and out of the lineup. To me, this is like the ideal scenario for a fourth line, where you have two guys that are locked in, 
with Camp and Holmberg. I, I think Holmberg could probably come out at some point if he has a bad stretch here, but he seems like he's pretty locked into the lineup. And then you have, you know, for certain matchups, if you want to have speed or if you want to have some heaviness, you can mix in Gregor, you can mix in Reeves. They bring totally different things. For me, mm-hmm. that's like the perfect element for a fourth line. And I think Reeves has just proved himself here that he can be a capable 10 minute in a hockey game and not kill you like he did at the start of the year. Like, I'm really, I really happy liked Reeves tonight. this way. I am. I, I really liked Reeves tonight. Yeah. I think that when things are going well, you can see the energy he brings. Everybody oh, yeah. obviously loves having the guy that, you know, what was the kid's name? I I, was, I forgot it. The dude that got hit hard by Nyes in the game that was hurt. Cotter. Yeah, Cotter. He was making faces all night long. That guy is a face. He's oh, an yeah. expressive <laughs> face. I felt like everything Vegas tonight was the, the many faces of Cotter. But yeah. I love there was a moment where oh. Reeves kind of just went up to him and was basically telling him to shut up. Just Otherwise, stop. he was going to come over. And, and he was, like, not even going over. Like, it was the, you're not worth my time. You know exactly how this is going to go and what's going to happen if I even start to move towards you. Thought Reeves was playing the body, getting around the net, getting into dirty areas, and just kind of chipping pucks towards the goal. It was nice. It was a good performance. Yeah. But, um, and I'll say this too. I don't, I don't think Gregor, you know, like Gregor's stock is pretty low right now. Considering where it was at one point in the season and the team's need for speed, Gregor just really hasn't been able to carve out a role much of yeah. anything over uh, the last, I don't even know how many games. Like he hasn't scored a goal since before Tavares scored. Even strength. It's been a long time. It's, it's been, it's a, been really a while for time. him. Um, but they, again, they are going to get Yarncroft back. And to me, if you're heading into the deadline, I wouldn't mind them trying to add another depth forward and, I I just I could see a scenario where come playoff time you don't see Reeves or Holmberg in the lineup. Like or, you mean Gregor or Holmberg? Gregor, sorry. Yeah. I because I, Robertson's going to come out for sure, and yeah. uh, I I think it's going to end up being Yarncroc on that third line, mm-hmm. bump out Nick Robertson, and then still a competition between Gregor and Reeves for the final spot. But I wouldn't mind it if the Leafs also went out and said like if there was a guy at the right price. That oh it was actually December sixteenth against the Penguins so I was wrong that he he did score after the Tavares even strength mm-hmm. goal, but uh, yeah still been a while still been two months. <laughs> like I want to I want to clarify that I'm very happy with the way Ryan Reeves has looked during this stretch, but if he doesn't play any playoff games that's fine by me. Like I, I really I don't think that he's a type of guy like maybe one in a series if you need some toughness or there needs to be a mm-hmm. message sent or something. But like I'm just happy that he looks like a hockey player. Dude, you know what though? Like that's, tonight was kind of one of those bar. games. Tonight was one of those games where I felt like you like that's when you could see him in a playoff series. It's just it, a like, guy who's a problem he, in yeah. front of your net for a few minutes and yeah. who is just annoying to play against and is gonna lay a hit and who's gonna bring some energy to your lineup. Like I actually think that for him, that's the best case scenario. Yeah. Right. But his the last game he was in, he took the tripping penalty a million like from the opposite end of the rank, yeah. got benched for most of the game. And yeah, you, it just, to me, the, the margin for error with him is so slim and it, it really does have to be like that. And I think so far this year, maybe we've had two games with Ryan Reeves that have felt like tonight and the rest of it has been eh, just not, just you're not getting enough. I think during this stretch when he's played in the five game winning streak, how many games has he played during that? Probably two or three. I think he's been capable. The Winnipeg game was the other one, obviously where he scored and they won that game and he was good in that yep. game was one that I think but that was his best game. For sure. And then I yeah. think this was right there with that game. Was with, He comes out of the corner there in the last minute. I thought he was about to shrug a guy off and take it to the end. Yeah, he wanted it. But he does have a, a 
little bit of offensive touch. Like he does, like he's not, you know, beating it to a square totally. In front of the net, mm-hmm. he can get the stick on it a bit. I don't, I'm not saying he's prolific by any stretch. But anyways, we uh, we're, we spent too long on Ryan Reeves here. I'm just happy. That Here's what I'll tell you about Ryan Reeves. I, I really hope we get a, a great media career out of Ryan Reeves. Oh, <laughs> like yeah, I that's just, a lock. Yeah, I don't just, think we he, want him to do that because he's going to take our jobs. Like he's immediately going to be like on Sportsnet, and we're screwed. Buddy, he should be. He's got to be one of the like top picks ever in terms of everybody just trying to get in a bidding war for him. Oh yeah, like, like they, he could make more money in media right now than he's making playing for the Leafs. No question. Yeah, <laughs> good. <laughs> There's probably no will. question about that. Probably will, but he's but he's he's a player. He likes being in the room. That's why I signed the three year deal. He wasn't even looking forward to it, and he clearly wants to still be playing. Uh, that's it for me. I don't have great, anything else on this game. Great game, uh, really positive, positive. But don't do it. Okay, okay, I won't. I won't. There's I no won't point. Okay. He's a goner. Okay. He's a goner in uh, like the the kids down in the AHL yeah. and old Marty. Thanks for that stretch because yeah, they thanks. needed that stretch, and it was a Marty. Well, thanks a for the stretch. Piece. The, when they if they write the 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 least winning a two round DVD, yep. that stretch of hockey will be in it when he yep. saved their ass. But boy, it's gone the other way in a hurry here. <laughs> Listen, this this is this is Leafs talk. So it's we're all friends here, and I yeah. don't care. This will get clowned on by anybody uh, who's not a Leaf fan. I'll get it in the mentions. Here we go. Well, no, it's just, you know, you always dream about what a cup would be like. Yeah. And, you know, the old, we're old. So we remember it's the Sports Illustrated cut, right? Is yeah. if the Leafs ever did win a cup and you talked about it for the rest of our lives, one of the yeah. great things to bring up when you'd be like 56 would be, and remember Marty Jones stepped in and it's, <laughs> you know, that would be, so he's giving everything he gave you is great. Yeah. Everything he gave you is great. Yeah. But that'd be a great anecdote. It's like, you know, n- nothing sweeter. I was on the phone with my college roommate the other night and we were just, straight up on the phone for an hour and a half talking Dreaming. about old bands that we like oh yeah okay yeah. <laughs> oh Not it hit it was just matter. different old bands that we were like listening to it was just like oh yeah they're sick too they're sick too <laughs> just an hour and a half of that and taking turns and then writing it down and being like this is the best that would be the the only thing that could top that mm-hmm. to me is like yeah naming old athletes that you used to like random old athletes that you liked and and getting a memory from their season wow. old bands and then when your team wins mm. uh which like doesn't for the Raptors championship yeah. well no it just hasn't happened for a Patrick McCaw hit in the finals I do um so, I'm saying uh yeah but I'll those two goals in the third period I almost threw my remote through my team yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Those went in. yeah okay that's it I'm done yeah I'm done yeah. with my Marty my Marty I, I like I said the first goal I texted you I I was, I, I, buddy, I'm as big of a goalie defender as it ever gets. I, know. I am the premier goalie defender. I, that, you know, that meme where it's the military guy and the kids in the bed <laughs> and it's all the knives. So Great meme. Love that. That's meme. me for all goalies. You can be just anybody, but basically, I even defended Garrett Sparks. <laughs> like, I'm trying to find goalies I haven't just defended to the hilt. Yeah. And well, since we've I known each other, like, there hasn't been one. No, I've defended every single league. Every goalie. single one. Yeah, like I t- find name a goalie, and I'll tell you a memory that I have, and that's a positive. Uh, I just actually the only guy I didn't. I feel yeah. bad because now he comes on the show and he's a good guy. Is Raycroft is the only goalie that I hated day one till the very bitter end, and never had one day where I was like, he's I at like least traded like a borderline Hall of Famer for him. That's why probably. 
Yeah, that was a big uh, – yeah, but even in the moment, it was like, remember Vesa came – Vesa was at the junior tournament, and he stoned yeah. Russia, and he was yeah. incredible, and people – not Vesa. So, no, but, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. Anyways, but, it's late. No, well, I was thinking about other goalies I didn't like, and I actually did like Vesa when he first came in, like <laughs> little Boba Fett. I was a big fan. Anyway. <laughs> End this show. <laughs> All right, time to go. Everybody go to bed. It's yeah. getting loopy again. All right. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, do us a favor. Hit the subscribe to the pod, or you probably already do that. So leave five stars and leave a comment if you're listening on iTunes. And if you're watching on YouTube right now, and you're one of the sickos that stayed up late, or you're one of the people that's catching us in the morning, we really appreciate when you hit that thumbs up or you hit the, the old comment. Uh, shoot us a follow on Twitter and Instagram, at JD Bunkus, at Sam McKee, and we will see you on Saturday night against the Avs, which is all of a sudden nice. like the sexiest game of the year. Cannot right. wait.